0: Yes, sir. <laughs> Stefan Hosan, and David Lawson. We were never gonna get relegated, unlike the England national team. <laughs> Which got relegated,
1: Stefan, the Ready Football Podcast. What's going on? I'm good, man. What's that? Garrett Southgate, the first man to get relegated with a club and a national team. It's going, he's doing big things, man. He's doing big things. A man called so-
0: Slowbrain. He's, he's doing it at a, at a pace. He's doing <laughs> it at a pace. Uh, no. But, alright. So this one this is going to have an international flavor, Stefan. I want to talk to you all things international football. This is basically our pre-preview of the World Cup. And I, I want to talk to you about like five teams that I think can win it. And a six team that can't win it, but everybody cares about in England. Um, save England for life. So I want to talk to you about the five teams that I think can legit win the tournament. And I want to hear your opinion. Of them.
1: Netherlands. Sure. Let's get into it. The Netherlands, that's where you start
0: to know. I would rank them fifth of all the national teams. I'd rank them fifth. Um, they just beat Belgium over the weekend. Belgium, of course, is no longer the same Belgium of old. Um
1: so what, what do you think of Netherlands so far? Uh I think pretty much Louis van Gaal summed it up. I might be paraphrasing here, but he pretty much said over the weekend, you know, Holland is going to be what Holland is. They're gonna be hard to beat. He's been there before. He knew he knows how to organize a team and he's setting his his team up in a way that he thinks can get results at the World Cup. And right now, I think they're on a on a decent little run. Um, they're flying under the radar a bit. The real concern for them, in regards to actually winning the tournament, because I don't really think they have a chance, is they they lack a lot of quality. Uh, they lack, a, lack a, they lack quality in goals. They lack quality in attack. Uh, they lack quality in um, game-changing attacking midfield players. But I think overall, organisation, you know, the Dutch up will always have their technical ability. They know how they play football. They have the system ingrained into them. So they're going to be an interesting team. I think they might be a difficult team to get past for a few teams. But their chances of winning, I would say, it's pretty slim to none. Louis van Gaal is a manager.
0: We saw what he did in 2014. He had Robin and he had Van Persie then leading the way to go along with everything that you just said. Van Dijk isn't the same player that he was, scored against Belgium, which, you know, is just pretty, pretty good. But again, it's not the same Belgium team. But Belgium is still trotting out Alderweireld and Vertongan. Yes. Uh, I, I thought those guys were on, were on the back nine of a course somewhere. <laughs> I couldn't believe they were still playing for Belgium. Uh, but when you look at, look at also, you look at Netherlands still playing Blaine, um, you look at Tottenham flop, flop Bur Um, you know these names I can't pronounce. Them,
1: Steven so. Bergwijn,
0: Bergwijn. Like, these guys suck. <laughs> <They> suck. <laughs> those guys. Those guys are no good. But the reason why I have them fit is because everything you just said. I believe that they play for each other. They have a good system. They have enough technical quality to carry them to a quarterfinals. And then in the quarterfinals, who knows? You know, you 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 get lucky. You so saw at the Euros. They were doing everything well. Then they played a Czech Republic team that could nullify what they wanted to do, and they really lost. So you we'll see if they can, yeah, if they can recover when they meet a team in the second round that can nullify some of the things that they want to do. Will they fold or will they go forward? They're playing a back three, uh, and they have been extremely successful in the Nations League. So that sort of confidence, I look at, I look at these results, and I believe that the Netherlands is
1: going to be extreme. it's going to be there. They're going to be there about. Yeah, as I said, I think they will be difficult for certain teams to beat. But overall, I said I think they just lack too much quality, as you rightly pointed out. You know, going back to Van Gaal's previous attempt at the World Cup, he had Robin van Persie and Ayron Robin, who were two. Incredibly dangerous attacking players. They, they don't have those players in the in this team. They have a lot of young, um, exciting for the Dutch fans talent. You know, Bergwijn. You just call the flop. He's in some good form. They have the likes of Gapko. They, they have some interesting attacking.
0: I give him that. Gapko. The few bits I've seen of him in in European football, in terms of Netherlands football, you know, when you're catching a game here and there just to watch it, Uh yeah, he, he's pretty good. I, yeah, I give he. Him he that.
1: He's a very interesting prospect. I think he'll get to move after the World Cup. But again, he's in the early stages of his career. Uh, He's not at the level where you would expect him to be a difference maker. But, you know, going into this World Cup, maybe, maybe Holland can go a step further. Maybe they won't choke when they play a team like the Czech Republic. But, you know, I I don't have them high on my list right now. Yeah,
0: in terms of Holland, they're not. (laughs) He's garbage, man. Absolutely. You talk about. Uh you talk about the Tottenham flop, Berwin Stephen. Let's just call him Stephen. <laughs> the disrespect. Him... He's no good. It's not. It's not a disrespect. He's just not that good. If this guy was called Stephen Stephen Bynum and he was playing playing for Wales, that would oh yeah, that's his level. That's his level. You know, he, he's nothing. He's. I. You say he's in good form. He's good form in the Netherlands, but. You know, I'm I do think that any team that's going to play them is going to have to bring the A game moving on to number four for me because these are my rankings and at the end, you can shuffle them to any way you want.
1: How sure. about Gian- okay, number A- four, about Lionel Messi. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of super- Wait, so this is your ranking order, so you have them as fourth yeah, favorite. My ranking
0: order, fifth, 50- who I think can
1: win the world cup. Okay, okay. Uh, Argentina. Do I'm surprised you have them that low because a lot of people seem very high of them. I yeah, I'm not I, a lot of people. I'm smart. People. <laughs> I I am not one of those people who has them very high either. Uh, once again, I think they they're going to the team. The manager over the last couple years, Scalari has done quite well with them. I think they have a system. Scaloni, sorry, not Scalari. Um, I think he's actually finally figured out. How Argentina should approach football. I think that he's gotten the best out of the likes of Messi and Martinez up front. But once again, I just think it's a team that lacks overall quality. Messi' is now thirty five years old. They're still calling up, <coughs> sorry, they're still calling up the likes of Angel de Maria, who he, he's in terrible form for Juventus. So once again, I just don't think they have the overall quality to to go all the way,
0: yeah, and Los another garbage player. Played against Colombia. Recently, I saw the recent games I've seen for Argentina is against Colombia and Ecuador. Um, The game against Brazil over the summer was cancelled. and I don't don't suspect I'll watch them against Jamaica today because I don't expect that I'll be able to win. I remember this was a pre-preview. It's not an official. Right now, this is my five rankings. But I give them respect. They did finish second in qualifications. They managed to finally win a tournament. So we see how that psychologically... Uh, we fixed them. The the games, the games at that tournament, I didn't feel that they were any better than they were previously, but I felt that maybe the tide had turned from them in terms of finally some luck had, was finally starting to go for them. Uh, when they went to the last World Cup, I was like, oh, this team is terrible. They were poorly coached. They were poorly managed. They, did, they, they had no plan. They had no structure. Uh, the former Chile manager was basically trying to use what he did for Chile with Argentina. We're yeah. trying to make a high press play at a tempo that the players were five years too late to play. Um, I, I, look, I look at Argentina. I don't feel like Argentina is the team that is going to completely dominate it technically because the world has caught up to them. But in terms of, their 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 footballing ability, Leon and Messi, of course, will will carry them further than the actual names of the team sheets.
1: Yeah, no, for I sure. They I mean, if you compare if they compare them to the last World Cup, I, I think there's a structure there. now. I think there's an idea, and I think there is um, good coaching. I think they're much better coached than they were in the 2018 World Cup. But again, I think it's just a team that lacks overall quality. Offensively, they have some interesting pieces. Messi for sure, I think he's in superb form and that bodes well for them. I, he's finally found the right partner in Lartura Martinez up front. And they have some interesting players such as uh, Alvarez, the Man City guy, and um and Angel Correa. But again, when you go when you get past that, do they have enough to actually threaten to win the World Cup? I don't see it. I think their defense is still a bit problematic, especially in the fullback areas. Midfield, I don't think any of them really are in good form. DePaul, Paredes, Loscello. That's really? not a midfield, that's not a midfield that anybody should fear really and truly. But again, they do have a structure and they're better coached than they were four years ago. So, you know, game of fine margins. Maybe they'll maybe they'll cause an upset.
0: They like to play Lo Celso on that right hand side to kind of protect Messi to kind of roam around. Ah, uh, Martinez is a good football player. Paredes I like his ability. He's the type of football player that if you don't watch football and he's in good form, and and you watch him in the World Cup, you'll be like, yo, that's a guy (laughs) Manchester should should sign.
1: Oh, no, that's been parades for years, since going back to the Roma days, the PSG days. If you catch him on the right game, you think he's the best deep-lying playmaker in the world. But if you catch him for more than five games in a row, you realize there's a reason that he hasn't gotten to the level that he was expected to get to.
0: All right, and number three for me is Portugal. Uh, they they play Spain tonight. They, 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 they have a team, I know Cristiano Ronaldo is not in the Cristiano Ronaldo form of all, but this is probably the team that they wish that they had around Cristiano Ronaldo for years. Uh team is extremely talented. Uh, they beat Czech Republic for the weekend. They lost to Switzerland um, and Switzerland also beat Spain, so people should be like, wait, why is a not there, but <laughs> Portugal is on a really good run of form, uh, and they played well in the Nations League, unfortunately for them at the European Championships, they were in the group of death, they played Germany, they had to play France, and they had to play the mighty Hungary, who, if you're a England fan, Italian fan, and German fan, you know that they're not an easy out, and it, and it all faded apart. But they definitely have a team that is more than interesting. They have a team full of quality. Um, they can keep the ball very, very well. Some of these players have won tournaments, and they have enough togetherness about them to go forward.
1: Yeah, you're, you're really throwing me for a loop here because when you said your top five, if there was one team I didn't think would have been in the running, it would have been Portugal. I do agree with some of the things you said. For example, I do believe this is a talented Portugal team. I think it's a team that they wish Ronaldo could have played with uh, five plus years ago. But right now, I, I, they're not even on my radar. I, I don't rate them at all. I think they're actually quite poorly coached for the type of talent they have. Uh, I'm not sure... I didn't. I didn't catch the game against the Czech Republic because you know, as as much as I don't like international football, I went into this window saying I'm going to check out the teams I believe can win. Portugal was not te- not a team on my radar, so I, d- I didn't watch I them feel, the weekend. I, but
0: I feel like Portugal has pace. They pace at the fullback positions. They have pace left in in city's oh, names. They're so hard to pronounce. Leo. Uh, oh, uh, the Milan. The Milan guy, Leo. Yeah. Leo, he's very good. Have Bruno Bruno Fernandes, you know, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he's still a very good football player. And again, the way how I do my rankings is I'm saying to myself, if Portugal is playing Netherlands, who am I picking to win? I'm picking Portugal. If Portugal is playing England, I'm picking Portugal. If Portugal is playing Spain, I really want to say Spain is better than them, but Spain, because they don't have any strike and they can't score penalties, it's <laughs> hard for me. I'm picking Portugal. Argentina versus Portugal, I think, is a toss-up. I think with Bernardo Silva, with Fernandez, I like the whole Neves Carvalho. They're, they're what I call structured technical midfielders. Individually, over the course of a season, they're not going to be special, but they have enough technical ability and mental ability to really cause problems for teams. So yeah. that's really... And, and this is Ronaldo's last time. It's the same with Messi. Um so
1: maybe, maybe I'm not possible. giving maybe, have I be, if maybe if you look at they can make three teams. Sure, sure. Maybe I'm not giving them the respect they deserve because you just list out a few matchups and the only one you said was a toss up was Argentina. I think Portugal against all of those teams at best is a toss up. I, I don't have them well, higher than any of, of, of them. Of course,
0: they're all the margins between these teams are small. Yeah. Like, if I told you, like, I don't have, as I said, I think England's going to flop. But if I told you England made the semi finals, would you be shocked? Nobody no, I would be shocked. I wouldn't Yeah, be like, shocked. the margins between these teams are shocked. But I'm thinking right now, if England was to play Netherlands, I'd lean towards the Netherlands. If, if Fair enough. Spain was going to play, is the same with Belgium. Like, Belgium is to play Portugal. I'm leaning towards Portugal.
1: Fair enough. Uh, see, The thing for me with Portugal specifically, though, I just think, once again, I I don't believe in the coaching. Uh, I go back to that Euros, which was just over a year ago or so, and I thought the combination of Bruno Fernandes and Ronaldo was horrible. I think the fact that they're still doing that to this day is a bad omen. Leo, I think, is potentially a game-changer for them because he can uh, do a lot of the running, stretch play, hold up the ball. He'll add that into their team that they missed in the last iteration, last tournament. But it's a Portugal team that's never managed to be able to get Bernardo Silva to play the way he should be played in that team. Bruno Fernandes and and Ronaldo, I think, complicate things more than they complement things. So they're not high on my list, but you have them third right now. Maybe I'll change my mind by the time. When you
0: said Bruno Fernandes, he's another type of football player that, as I say, I'm not a huge fan of his over because I feel people overrate him. But he can score goals, and that's just something you can't discount. No, like, I, sure. if, if you had asked me this on Friday, we spoke on Friday, I would have had Germany in my top five, but we get to them. Like, but what I saw over in this nation league, losing to Hungary and against England, I'm like, they, they, to me, Germany should be their one or one A based on their ability, but they just still haven't been able to transition. Since 2014, 2016, that era kind of They still haven't been able to transition. It's like they're almost there, but they're just not there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. that's,
0: that's why Germany, someone was that wonder why Germany's not there. Number two, they're not playing well, right? You look at the last ones. They lost to Denmark. They, they, they drew with Croatia. They drew with Austria. They lost to Croatia. They beat Austria. They lost to Denmark, right? And their first yep. games against Australia. And they have to play Denmark again. So, oh, uh, bad. <laughs> Talk about a team that's not going to fear them. But that means I don't see Denmark beating them three straight times in a year. So, they played it with uh, the work club. Well. France. And the reason why I say France is because of the pedigree, Benzema, Mbappe, uh, and the natural skillability of their players. And the fact that their players are physically able to handle what I think is going to be a
1: weird World Cup in the middle of the season. Yep. So uh, that's this France. Interesting, you know, when we when we speak about England, what I was going to raise is a lot of people I think overrate England and say England sh- have to go far, but I think if everything goes pl- to plan in the World Cup, England and France meet fairly early. And if everything goes... Oh, quarterfinals. Well, yeah, so, that's not early. Like, okay. Yeah, so pe- people are talking about England should be going semifinals and further. And they should be meeting France in the quarterfinals if things go to plan. And France, I've been saying for a while in regards to this England team, if things go to plan and they meet France, they should lose to France. Is that underachievement? And then I watched the last two games for France. And then I realized I don't think England necessarily needs to fear France right now. I, I yeah. think for, France well, to I me... France look weird. They they look they went into that Euros last year, and you know a, there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff about they want the players wanting to play a more attacking attacking formation. They wanted three at the back. They wanted to push their wing backs, and they've stuck with that that the ideology up until now. And I don't think I've seen them play very well in it to this date. Pogba is now looking like he might miss the World Cup. Uh, Benzema and Mbappe, those are two superb attacking talents, probably the best in the world at the moment. But I don't think they've necessarily gelled perfectly for France and they might complicate things more than they complement things once again. But it's interesting. I still have them. I, I have them high up. They're they're in my top three for sure, but I don't think they're as formidable as they were four years ago. I don't think they're formidable.
0: I didn't think they were that for formid- me. Going into 2018, I didn't think they were that formidable. They didn't have a striker. Um, I, I felt that they were a one-dimensional team, the type of team that, that if you are a good team, you don't want to play them because they're so good with the ball. But everything worked for them, right? But then we saw what Benzema did last year, where he was the best player in the world. Um, and Mbappe is a top three to four player in the world. The system, the pedigree. So that's why I put them so high up.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I I just don't see... I mean, you you said that you didn't think they were formidable in 2018. I think... Going into 2018. Yeah, going into 2018. 2018, I went into there thinking, France are going to win the World Cup because I just thought everything looked perfect for them to to win. I thought they were the most organised team. I liked the system that they had in regards to how they play. And it it turned out that way. I I just don't see it this time. I, I think they could go far for sure if everything clicks. But I think they're more questions than answers right now for them. I, I don't like this idea that France should be playing an attacking style of play and they have all these attacking talents that are being wasted. I've never bought into that idea. And I think the struggles over the last year is a direct result of them buying into this idea that we are more than we what we actually are. I don't think you are. I think France is a team that needs to be compact, hit on the break, play to their strengths and, and wear teams down. But... They wanted they want to rebrand themselves as as France as 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 a Spanish version of France. Go ahead, I don't think it's gonna work.
0: Yeah, we we'll see how Paul Pogba. Because Paul Pogba, when he's on form, he has played very poor for, for France as well. But yeah. um, <laughs> that last game he played for France in the Euros, he was really really good. I'm just reading a report seven days ago. It said it's reportedly optimistic of being fit enough to make Didier Deschamps' welcome squad. What? what level of fitness. The 29-year-old is currently doing work and swimming pool exercise but expects to move on to the pitch rehabilitation soon. Uh, so, interesting. Uh, going into the last World Cup, the sidetracking, for me, it was Brazil number one, Germany number two, Spain number three, and people might say Spain. Spain, going into that World Cup, was on tremendous form. And they Definitely. still had enough talent, and they had yeah. general in score. But then they fired their manager on for tournaments. <laughs> uh, those three, I had Belgium, four, Belgium, Spain. You could in- interchange. Those were those were my four teams that I really, really looked at. And then I had France, and I said all of them would want to miss France. I figured maybe wanting like if your Brazil it was number one, I'd say yeah, I think Brazil is the best team, but. And I think and I would pick them to beat France, but I uh, wouldn't want to play them. I hope somebody knocked them off on the way. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. So that's how I had it going into the last World Cup. So um, yeah, I I think in the
1: last I think in the last World Cup we had it, we had it vastly different. <laughs> I think in the last World Cup, we had it vastly different, um because I, I definitely had France clear in a way um as number one for me going into that World Cup. I don't think I had I don't remember rating Spain highly. I didn't rate Brazil. And actually, one of the teams I was rating a lot higher than most people was Croatia. That was weird, though, because Croatia going into the World Cup was in such bad form. I, I agree. I, I think it was just more me believing in their players. And I thought that they had a... Because what I distinctly remember was um the, the Croatia versus Argentina group and people were saying argentina looked really good and i was just like but argentina aren't even in the same realm as croatia i remember before the game uh in my in my football group chat a lot of people were saying oh it's going to be a tight game and my my only response in that group was croatia should win by at least 3 goals today and I remember I copied and pasted it after when they won 3 0. And yeah, maybe I was just being delusional and I just believed in the Croatians. And maybe because my, my roommate at the time was also Croatian, so he was indoctrinating me. But yeah, it, it worked out how, how I thought it would.
0: My problem with France going last World Cup was that they didn't have a striker. I remember that was one of my, my thing, And this is obviously almost five years ago. Four, four, <laughs> You know, so I can't fully remember, but I remember not having a striker because I'm no Breeze fan. I think you rip because you also rate Giro, higher than I do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't rate their fullbacks, like I didn't rate them. Um, I was surprised at how good their centre backs played at the World Cup, and you know I'm not the biggest Conte fan. I didn't think Conte and Pop were anything special, but they did what they were supposed to do. And it worked out for them. Um, As I said, I thought that they would have been a tough team for any good team to beat, and they would beat a good team, but they would eventually lose to the next good team. But anyway, shout out to France. I say I have them second now. They have the strikers. They have the pedigree. They have won things. So I give them that. And number one for me is Brazil. I really just don't see why Brazil shouldn't win this World Cup. I pick. I would pick Brazil to beat every single team. The, Again, I can see them losing to France because of Benzema and Mbappe, where if Brazil is off, you have Benzema and Mbappe and they just do a Real Madrid. I can see that happening. And they have the physical capabilities to keep up with them. Uh, Brazil, Brazil have everything. They lost the last Copa behind closed doors. I didn't think that they were poor against Argentina per se. I just thought that they were, they were slightly better in a poor overall game. It was extremely physical and and they lost it. They, they ran away with qualification. They only dropped points against Argentina in a draw. Uh, Brazil, I, I, I just don't see any real flaws in terms of international football versus other teams. Of course, if you're looking at them, where are with Nick Pickett. If I'm poaching against them, I'm looking to beat them. The fullbacks are old. The centre-backs are old. Central midfield isn't that good. But it doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> they seem to how works it all works well, and they have so much skill in the front line that they're gonna make the difference. And diverse and diverse skill sets.
1: Yeah. So in regards to your top five, I think this might be probably the only position that we agree with. And I I do have Brazil as my favorite right now, but yeah, if we're gonna nitpick it, and I think we we'll, I think I have to nitpick it. I don't have them as clear. In regards to how I've seen it in the past World Cups where I've had France at the last World Cup as favourites or Germany the one before or Spain the one before, those were tournaments where I said, these teams are going to win. If these teams don't win, it's a failure on their part. I have Brazil as the favourite right now, but I don't have them as clear favourites. I don't think it's predestined that Brazil will win this because they do have flaws. I'm not a fan of their midfield. Uh, I'm not a fan of their defence. But they have such an interesting... um, collection of attacking talent, a lot of different variations, and they have the they have the ability to play different systems. Their manager has pretty much come out and said, you know, we're going into this World Cup with two systems, which I found very interesting. Um if you watch their last game against Ghana, they played a 4-1-4-1 4-1 with Neymar yeah. in that midfield as well. Yeah. So it was Richarlison as the point man and it was Rafinha, Paqueta, Neymar, and, and Vinicius, your favorite footballer right now, in the back in the four. And for them, I mean they're playing against Ghana, and Ghana is not a good team by any stretch of the imagination. But they were they were able to overwhelm them in, in such a very interesting way. There were there were leaks on the defensive side, you know, once they kind of bypassed the attacking lineup, it was just Casemiro And if he couldn't get the tackle in, it was it was the attack against defense. But they managed. But Titus also said that, you know, we're gonna play a 4 4 2, depending on on teams that are able to outpossess us. So, that's going to be interesting. Um, when he says 4-4-2, four, four, doesn't mean 4-4 four, across. Four, it's going to be more 4-2. Yeah, it's, it's a magic, about the magic yeah, square. It's a magic square. It's 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. So, they, yeah. they, they have an interesting variation. I think that solidifies their their midfield a little bit more. But it's not super quality. It's not something that necessarily the... For example, I don't think France will fear playing against their midfield, regardless of any system they put out at them. But
0: right oh, now... Christian.
1: I. Right now, I do have them as number one.
0: Against Japan, they actually played Vinicius more narrow against Japan, and they won 1-0. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're players in a World Cup where the differences between the teams and the skill sets are so marginal, Right. Yeah. Brazil's still better than everybody on the ball. They can possess again. Like, when they play against Switzerland, I know they're going to keep the ball well. If they play against another... If they play against Spain, I know they'll be able to play on the counter-attack well. I can see them long stretches without the ball against Portugal, um, withstanding just being compact. They play hard for each other. The national team brings out a lot of passion for Brazilian footballers. And again, Neymar is a different player. they all... Brazilian players in that yellow shirt seem to get a boost. Uh, what's going to happen to Brazil in terms of when we do our actual preview just before the World Cup and we try to map it out and etc. we see where the problems come in. Uh, we, we During the group stages, we don't know how good they are when they play against Switzerland because Switzerland is going to be physical with them. Switzerland is going to use a long diagonals and... And Switzerland can score on set pieces. Just, just, a, just a weird, awkward team that we played against at the last World Cup and was able to get points off of them. So we'll have a different... We'll have... Uh, we'll see. And of course, you said there's a pre-preview, so we don't have an injury. But that's yeah. my five. What's your five, Stefan?
1: Right, let, let's just repeat what your five was from, from one to five for you. If I have it correctly. Jamaica,
0: Italy, <laughs>
1: no, your, your your five was Brazil was Brazil, France, Brazil, Portugal. France, France Portugal, Portugal, Argentina. Argentina,
0: Netherlands. That's my five right now after the Nations League. Well, we have one more game at the
1: Nations League. Of course, it's okay. Spain
0: is on routes, Portugal, I have I, I reserved the right to make confusions. <laughs> so we no,
1: no problem. I, I said that we would the only ones that we shared were Brazil for number one. I misspoke there. I have Brazil number one. We both have France number two, but this is where the differences between us come in. You have Portugal three. I have Spain three. You have Argentina four. I have Germany four. You have Netherlands five. I have Argentina five. i I I'm concerned with Germany. We, we kind of touched on it earlier after the last two games I watched. I, w- I looked into when I was watching the Germany England game yesterday specifically, uh, my thoughts were wow, it actually looks like England has the better footballers than Germany, but Germany has the bet- better coaching setup. I think they have the better ideology, and quickly it was two 0 and I felt very vindicated by that. I was like, oh, I see Germany has has something to work with, and then they fell to three two, and eventually three three, and it concerned me. my My opinion might change. By the time the World Cup starts, but right now I am still I'm still rocking with them. You know, maybe it's because I have some German roots in my in my my blood <laughs> going back generations. But right now I, I'm still gonna have Germany as a contender. I think they have good pieces, I think they have good management. It's just that they haven't clicked and it's worrying that they haven't clicked.
0: My question on Germany, Stefan, and the World Cup, because the first thing you look, cause I haven't mapped out the routes per se yet. Yeah. I've looked at teams today, but I've looked at the groups. I always look at teams. How tough is your group game? They have to play J- Japan, which is a very good team, and they have to play Spain. And that's just too much energy, I think it takes out of teams, and eventually I feel like they're gonna fall flat. And if I and I look at the results, they lost to Hungary, right? Mm-hmm. They drew with England. And the pre, it was also more the previous English game where England was just in dire form, even worse than they are now, and they couldn't beat that England team. They couldn't beat Italy, um, in Italy. They beat the Manchester... The Real and true, the only results that they've had that's good is they beat that sorry Italian team in the summer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just they have all the talent. I think England has better football players from one to twenty outfield players. But I still think that Germany's overall footballers are better. Like Gundogan. Like I don't think any midfielder in England is close to Gundogan.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, when I was actually... As I said, that that's a game I paid attention to yesterday. And for the most part, as I said, my, my whole thinking during it was, does Does Germany have inferior players to England? And I, my thought was yes. But then at the same time, I was just like, if England could somehow swap Gimmich and Gundogan for Declan Rice... And uh Bellingham, their team would be so much better. England's team would be but, so much
0: and better. And that and that and that's and that's the strongest part of England yesterday. Yeah. Like Bellingham and Rice are actually really good footballers. I know yeah, you don't that, rate Rice as highly as I do, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's the difference. Like they're so good. But like you look at the fact also you know, stepping into England, Foden and Sterling are just not what Foden and Sterling where our our expectations of them are,
1: they're
0: just yeah. not there. Sane and Musala is playing better than both
1: of them. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it, it's it. I I think when it comes to specifically Germany versus England, there there are key things that Germany just have as an overall football nation system philosophy that England just, just haven't got there yet. They don't have that deep lying playmaker. Germany has that. Uh, I think in the the focal points such as goalkeeper, like the comparison yesterday between Nick Pope and and. Ter and as number two goalkeepers, what a depth! <laughs> like Matt, Matt Ter Stegen is Mark Thurstonigan is so far ahead of Nick Pope. Nick Pope looked like a donkey out there, and those are the things that are gonna always hold England back. Those little key pivotal positions, and when they don't have the right fit for it, it's it's so hard for them to find an adequate replacement, and that's what brings down the entire group. Yeah, and and the, flip, the flip side playing. for Germany, sorry, the, for, the flip side for Germany is they will always, ha- they seem to always have those key positions and that brings up the group. Because the fact that Germany are playing Timo carrier yesterday and England would never select him, but he, his his level raises in the German team because they have those key components, the, the Gundagans, the, the Mark against the Nears, those players that can raise the overall quality of the team, England will have that.
0: Yeah. uh, Who do you think should start in goal for for England before I go to Spain?
1: Uh, For England, uh, right now, I I would stick with Jordan Pickford. I think he's deserved that spot. I said over the last year for Everton, his form has actually improved tremendously, and I give him credit. This is a guy going into... Before the last Euros. I was saying that he would probably lose his spot because he just looks so bad for Everton. But he's turned it around, and he's delivered for England in tournaments. So right now, I'd still give him the nod. Um, if it if it wasn't gonna be him, I'd think it'd be Ramsdale. It's number two. I think Nick Pope Nick Pope is a very average goalkeeper, but yeah, right now I stick with Pickford. Mm. Uh,
0: not much confidence here, but he hasn't done good for England again. <laughs> you mentioned Spain again. Spain has played Germany to play Japan. Every game that Spain is going to play, they're going to have seventy seventy five percent of the ball, right? Obviously not that against against the the top top teams, but they're going to have most of the ball. they going to look for it. But they don't have anybody who can score it. And against Switzerland, they're still they
1: still playing fullbacks. I just think should be put out to posture. Yeah. My 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 key thing for Spain is they need, Barcelona need to get Ansu Fati fit enough for him to make a difference for Spain. Because I think he will be someone that can actually add goals into that team. If he's not there, if he's not fit and raring to go for the World Cup, then Spain are in trouble.
0: So, yeah, and again, you know, it's hard to really predict injuries, setbacks or whatever. But, yeah, that's that's the reason I don't have to say. I like Spain. I like how they play. And I remember going into the last years, I said, yo, England have to avoid Spain. We lose. And people were like, oh, but Spain. Talent. is was like, England ain't got England, Spain talent. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure, so for sure. For sure. That was that. Finally, Stefan, before we go, so, you know, my team is England. I've said before, I don't think we're going to do very well. Um, uh, I was actually happy that they, they 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 didn't hold out to win against Germany, and you might ask why? Because going into Euro two thousand sixteen, it was the same thing. They were down two and they turned it around. I one three two, got me all excited, and then I went to Euro two thousand sixteen, and in the words of Alan, here that was that was one of the worst. That was the worst prepared, worst biggest embarrassment for England national team in his lifetime. So the omens, I wouldn't like the omens. So there was that. And also the omen is England's been haven't been win hasn't won any game. So if it's just based on based on um based on what do you call law of averages, they're gonna get some wins soon. They're gonna get some wins.
1: <laughs> so for your sake that. I hope they do. For your sake I hope they do.
0: But seriously though with England, it comes down to the same thing. England are a basic team. They're running the same system. If Sterling and Foden don't find
1: form, then what are we doing? Yeah, no, England England are problematic. We'd probably need to do another podcast just in England um, for you to get out all your views on them. But unfortunately, we don't have the time today. <laughs> and, there <laughs> but, uh, is pre-preview.
0: and there's the a preview. And things can change. Things can change between now and the middle of November. But that's the thing that stands out to me. The back three, I don't I don't know why he keeps on that, but whatever he wants to do, whatever system whatever he wants to put them together, the key is whoever, whoever is playing around Kane, Sterling and Foden are the number one. If they are not top-class players, then the replacements have to be top-class players. I don't think Saka is there yet. I think Saka is a perfect sub Jack Grealish is not trusted and hasn't been playing at that level either. You know, I'm no big fan of Mason Mount. He scored a goal today, so that means he might start forever. That no means he has a license to start for the next two <laughs> years. So, unless, unless that changes, England have to go. If you're an England fan, and I am, between now and the start of the World Cup, Odin and Sterling have to hit their peak. If they don't hit their peak, then they might as well just give their spot to Jamaica. <laughs> I wish they would, but we'll talk about it another time. All right, Stefan. It's a good international week. Have some good games this weekend, EPL. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up with you next week. All right. Peace. Peace.